This is Research News from UIC, the University of Illinois at Chicago. Today, Lee Friedman, Assistant Research Professor at the UIC School of Public Health, talks about a project to evaluate the impact repealing the National Maximum Speed Law has had on road fatalities and injuries in fatal crashes. Here's Professor Friedman. I've recently conducted a research project evaluating the impact of the repeal of the National Maximum Speed Law, which occurred in 1995. The law was initiated in 1974 in response to the oil embargo of 1973, and during its first year, there was a drop of almost 17% in fatalities when they reduced speed laws to 55 miles per hour. In 1995, those mandatory speed laws of 55 miles per hour were revoked, and it allowed states to set any speed limit that they felt was suitable based on the needs of their population or public officials. The primary finding of our study was that over 10 years following the uh, repeal of NMSL, which is the National Maximum Speed Law, we found that there was an excess of 12,500 deaths that resulted to the increased speed limits across the United States of America. The only states we did not include in our study were Hawaii and Massachusetts. We also excluded the District of Columbia because of circumstances related to our statistical analysis. Some people wonder if there has been a long-term impact related to the policy of increasing speed limits nationally or within states. The primary flaw of previous studies has been that they've only focused on selective states select regions, and also they've used a very crude analysis of just simply analyzing before versus after. If you look at my data analysis, the impact actually just a simple before after was almost twice as high as when I used a mixed regression model. And the importance of using the mixed regression model is that we control for the characteristics of each state. Because Florida is not the same as Wyoming. There's different density issues in terms of car volume densities, population densities, and also the type of vehicles on the road. You have different fleet sizes, different variations of fleet sizes, and vehicle quality in terms of newer vehicles versus older vehicles in every single state, as well as driver characteristics, rules for who can hold on to a license, who can't hold on to a license. So the important thing is to control for the within-state and between-state characteristics. Previously, everyone just said, okay, every state's the same, You know, we'll just go and throw them all together, even though everyone had different starting dates. And with this methodology, we're controlling for the variation between the states as well as within each state. And that's an important factor that has never been done previously. And on top of that, this is the first study to actually look at long-term effects. Every study previously has, I think, gone no more than two or two and a half years beyond the starting point. And this study, we've done 10 years following the starting point. So one of the previous arguments was that people have said that this will only have an immediate impact and it will fade over time. Well, we've shown that it actually persists across time, and 10 years is a very long time. Now, these policy changes that appear basically harmless to the public, you say, oh, it's so much better. You know, we'll have, it'll be good for commerce because we'll improve uh, the delivery times, it'll, it'll reduce costs. But in fact, what we show is that 12,500 people died most likelihood uh, in terms of our estimates as a result of this policy. And it's a failed policy because it was, in essence, an experiment for 10 years of saying nothing will happen. That was the hypothesis. We've shown that something has happened and it's quite dramatic. And if you think about, again, the Twin Towers, even though it's a very dramatic event, 3,000 people died on uh, September 11th 
and that has, in essence, led to a whole foreign policy, which is quite dramatic. We make decisions based on human lives for certain policies. In foreign policy, we've made certain decisions based on our lives and was very dramatic for the nation. What we did now is we know that 12,500 people have died, which is four times what happened on September 11th, and yet probably in the end there'll be no dramatic effect whatsoever. No one will even look at it. It'll be just washed away because people go, oh, you know, it's just part of circumstance of driving. It's the risk of driving. But we know from both Europe and from this research that policy has a major impact on the lives of people within any road system, whether it's a city, within a state, or across a country. I hope that policymakers read this in order to reevaluate the national policy on speed and uh, road safety. Two things that would really impact road safety or public safety in terms of on the roads would be implementing a national speed camera program, which has been implemented in England, France, and Australia. They've shown immediate reductions in fatalities in motor vehicle crashes following national speed camera programs. Also, to have a national speed policy enforcement of speed unilaterally across road systems would have a great impact as well. Lee Friedman is an assistant research professor in environmental and occupational health sciences at UIC. For more information about this research, go to www.news.uic.edu, click on News Releases, and look for the release dated July 16, 2009. This has been Research News from UIC, the University of Illinois at Chicago.